of the good with kevin thomas i am kevin thomas and uh i am glad to be here for yet another show uh i believe we are up to 215 shows uh as of today uh it 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 really is uh quite amazing i mean obviously uh you know the show started off as a saturday show and then uh it switched to uh five days a week so uh obviously we were going to uh pile on the episodes as time went on uh but uh definitely uh good to be here Uh, a little soggy outside which is a good thing uh definitely good to get some rain in the hudson valley for a change and uh we uh, might end up with a little uh, bit of rain tomorrow as well. Uh, but uh, if you want to find out for sure, uh, tune in tomorrow. The Morning Show with Jeff and Will will have our meteorologist Mark Hannock on the air around 645. And uh, he'll give you the latest on the weather and uh, the outlook for the week, the uh, forecast. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely welcome rain for sure. Uh, so this week, uh, looks like we've got, uh, let's see, it's the 22nd. Uh, there won't be any boulders games on the air until Friday night, uh, after the do off dream machine, uh, the boulders will be hosting the Sussex County Miners, actually, no, correction, they'll be hosting the Tri-City Valley Cats this weekend. And then uh, next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is the final homestand of the regular season as they will be facing the Empire State Grays uh, uh, over at uh, Clover Stadium. So the season is about to wrap up, and uh, obviously, uh so is the month of august it's hard to believe it's already the 22nd next thursday will be september 1st and next friday will be september 2nd when i will turn 44 so uh i uh i'll probably be here though Uh, i don't think i'll be taking the day off uh i i think i'll be here for that show uh but we'll uh Maybe we'll do like a birthday song uh, tribute or something. I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out. As for today, uh, we've got some songs that tie in to music history on this date. And uh, we're going to go over that in just a moment. But first, if you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number. 845-429-1700. That's 845-429-1700. And uh, we'll uh, talk about just about anything. Uh, Got to keep it family friendly, of course. Uh, so let's begin by taking a look back on music history on this date. And... Uh, few things happened on this date. So uh, we go back to August 22nd, 1956. Elvis Presley began working on his first movie called Love Me Tender. Now, uh, it was a drama that was set during and just after the Civil War. Elvis played the part of Clint Reno, the youngest of four brothers. Now, the original title of the movie was The Reno Brothers, but was changed to take advantage of, of course, the song Love Me Tender, which uh, was recorded for the film. So uh, we continue down the list, and we go to August 22nd, 1964. 
The Supremes started a two-week run at number one on the singles charts with Where Did Our Love Go? It was their first number one hit. I believe they had something like 12 number one hits. Uh, Holland Dozier Holland wrote, uh, I believe, 10 of those uh, uh, 12 number one hits. Uh, It was originally composed for the Marvelettes to record, but they rejected the song. You know, I guess the Supremes were meant to do it. Uh, So uh, there you go. Uh, Now, we go to August 22nd, 1968. Ringo Starr quit the Beatles during the White Album sessions because he got tired of the constant bickering and tension that was going on. Now, uh, they kept Ringo's departure secret. And then he rejoined the sessions on September 3rd of that year. After Ringo walked out, the remaining Beatles recorded the song back in the USSR with Paul on drums and John playing bass. Interesting. Uh, Just a super talented band right there. Now we go to August 22nd, 1970. Creedence Clearwater Revival started a nine-week run at number one on the album chart with their fifth studio album cosmos factory now the name of the album came from a warehouse in berkeley where the band rehearsed and uh john fogarty was so insistent on practicing nearly every day that drummer doug cosmo clifford began referring to the place as the factory so hence the name cosmos factory uh, we go to the same date. Now, Creedus Clearwater Revival was number one on the album chart, but on that same date, Bread, featuring uh, David Gates as a lead singer, uh, went to number one on the singles charts with Make It With You. It was their only number one hit. And uh, a number of artists have covered the song. Uh, the Supremes covered it, uh, Aretha Franklin. Earth, Wind, and Fire, Dusty Springfield, Andy Williams, and Mark Cohn. Uh, So uh, definitely a popular song indeed. We go to August 27th, 1979. In Through the Outdoor was released in the U.S. It was Led Zeppelin's last album while all four members were alive. And uh, the big single that came off of that album was Fool in the Rain. And now uh, In Through the Outdoor has been certified six times platinum uh, for U.S. sales in excess of six million copies. Of course, it would be the following year that uh, drummer John Bonham would pass away. Uh, And, uh, of course, Led Zeppelin would never be the same after that. August 27th, uh, 22nd, 1987, uh, Madonna went to number one on the singles charts with Who's That Girl? It was her sixth number one single right here in the good old U.S. of A. The track was from the soundtrack album of the motion picture with the same name, Who's That Girl? Uh, Now we go to August 22nd, 1992, Sting... And Trudy Styler held their wedding reception. They were married on the 20th of August, 1992. Uh, After the Trogs had played a set, all three members of the police got on stage and played a couple of numbers. Uh, Obviously, it's always been contentious uh, with the members of of the police, but good to see that they uh, came together for that particular uh, event. Uh, So we continue down the list, and we go to August 22nd, 2009, soul singer Johnny Carter, a member of the doo-wop groups The Dells and The Flamingos, passed away at the age of 75. Now, he was known for his falsetto vocals, one of the few artists to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice with two different acts. Uh, So, uh, very, uh, very talented singer right there. Speaking of talented singers, we go to August 22nd, 2011. Uh, 
and uh, actually two uh, deaths happened on this date uh, in 2011. Uh, Nicholas Ashford, Nick Ashford, one half of Ashford and Simpson, passed away from uh, throat cancer in New York. Uh, along with his wife, Valerie, uh, they had a number of hits throughout the years. And matter of fact, they wrote a number of hits like Ain't No Mountain High Enough, You're All I Need to Get By, Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing, Reach Out and Touch Somebody's Hand. Um, and uh, I think we'll play something from Ashford and Simpson later on. Now we got to talk about the other death that happened on this date in 2011. Songwriter and producer Jerry Lieber passed away at his home in Los Angeles at the age of 78. Lieber and Stoller were uh, two of the most prolific songwriters of our time. Uh, they wrote hits like Hound Dog, Jailhouse Rock, King Creole, There Goes My Baby, Searchin', Yakety Yak, Stand By Me, Poison Ivy, <clears throat> pardon me, Poison Ivy, and Kansas City. Uh, quite a number of uh, great, great tunes written by that pair. And uh, I think we'll play some songs, uh, or at least one song, from uh, uh, from uh, Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller's uh, collaboration. Uh, we go to August 22nd, 2018. We said goodbye to musician Ed King, uh, who died in his Nashville home at the age of 68. He was a guitarist for the psychedelic band Strawberry Alarm Clock. Of course, their big hit was Incense and Peppermints. And then he was the guitarist and bassist uh, for a couple of stints with uh, Leonard Skinner uh, from 72 to 75 and again from 1987 to 1996. Ed King, uh, probably the most famous song that Ed King ever co-wrote was Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, and uh, Ed King was the one who came up with the riff, uh, the, the famous guitar riff for Sweet Home Alabama. Very talented guitarist and songwriter, and uh, we'll play something uh, that Ed King co-wrote along with Ronnie Van Zant uh, later on in the show. Uh, so we are done with that portion of the uh, look back. And now we will look back on birthdays, and we start way back in time. August 22nd, 1917, John Lee Hooker, the legendary blues singer and guitarist, uh, born on this date. Now, he passed away back in 2001, but before he did, he made a lot of great, great blues music uh, Albums such as I'm in the Mood, The Healer, Mr. Lucky, Chill Out, Don't Look Back, all album chart successes. Uh, you know, uh, it, one of the legends uh, of, of blues, and uh, we'll play a song from him later on in the show. August 22nd, 1936, rock singer, songwriter, and rhythm guitarist Dale Hawkins, born on this date. He is best known. For his swamp rock classic, Suzy Q. He would later on become a record producer and executive. He passed away back in 2010. Uh, we go to August 22, 1945. Ron Dante, singer and songwriter for the Archies, born on this date. Uh, back in 1969, they had a number one single called Sugar Sugar. Definitely a great song right there. Uh, we go... Back to uh, August 22nd, 1958, Vernon Reed, uh, one of the great guitarists of, uh, of our time, uh, was a member and, and still is a member of Living Color, uh, who back in the 80s had the song Cult of Personality, uh, one of the few all-black metal hard rock bands, and... Uh, they made a great sound. They were an awesome band, and, and I think they're still playing shows to this day. And uh, all four members of the band are still very close. So always good to see that for sure. 
August 22nd, 1958, Ian Mitchell from the 1970s pop group Bay City Rollers, born on this date. Uh, of course, they had the big hit back in 1976, went to number one on the chart Saturday night. Now, uh, we go to August 22nd, 1961. English musician, singer-songwriter Roland Orzabal, born on this date. Now, he was one half of Tears for Fears. And they had some big hits, uh, a, a number of hits uh, through, throughout the 80s, especially back in 1985. They went to number one on the chart with Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Their second album, Songs from the Big Chair, considered one of the best albums of the 1980s. That went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart after it was released in 1985. August 22nd, 1961, the very same date. Uh, Debbie Peterson, the drummer for the Bangles, born on this date. Uh, of course, they had hits like Manic Monday, which uh, Prince wrote. Uh, that was from back in 86. And also in 86, they had a number one single called Walk Like an Egyptian. Definitely uh, important uh, band right there. Uh, August 22nd, 1963. Uh, singer, songwriter, and pianist. Tori Amos, born on this date. Uh, now, Tori, just an incredible piano player and a, and a great songwriter. And uh, uh, she didn't have uh, too many, uh, you know, chart successes, but she is considered uh, one of the more influential uh, musicians of the last uh, 40 years. Uh, now, on that same date, James DeBarge was born from DeBarge. Uh, of course, uh, back in the day, they had a big hit back in 1985 called Rhythm of the Night. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Diane Warren wrote that song. Uh, we go back to August 22nd, 1967. Uh, musician, singer Lane Staley, uh, who was the lead vocalist for Allison Chains, born on this date. Uh, he was also uh, lead singer for the uh, band Mad Season. Uh, unfortunately, he died from a drug overdose back in 2002, uh, but uh, definitely made his mark before he left this world. Uh, we go to August 22nd, 1972. Paul Doucette uh, from Matchbox 20, born on this date. Now, their debut album, Yourself or Someone Like You, certified 12 times platinum right here in the good old U.S. of A. and multi-platinum in Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. Uh, another big band uh, from this uh, age, for sure. Uh, August 22nd, 1973, Howie D from the Backstreet Boys, born on this date. They had songs like Quit Playing Games With My Heart and uh, I Want It That Way. And we go to August 22nd, 1995, singer-songwriter from England, Dua Lipa, born on this date. Her self-titled debut studio album released in 2017 produced seven singles, including the top ten single, Be The One, and the number one single, New Rules. So definitely uh, one of the big stars of our time right now. So uh, we're going to start the music in just a bit. And, uh, you know, we're going to pay homage to uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival and... Uh, one of my favorite songs from them, uh, Long As I Can See the Light. So uh, we're going to play that one now, and uh, we'll play a couple more, and we'll be back in a moment right here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Long as I 
from the soundtrack of the same name, that was Who's That Girl by Madonna here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Uh, before that, we had uh, Led Zeppelin uh, and uh, Fool in the Rain, uh, definitely one of their uh, more famous songs, gets uh, plenty of airplay for sure. Uh, Bread with their song Make It With You, their only number one song. And uh, we started off the set with Long As I Can See the Light by CCR. Uh, plenty more music where that came from, and that's coming up in just a bit. Uh, but first, uh, here is uh, something about an event coming up soon, and you should give it a listen. It's time for the 12th Annual Highlands Bluegrass Festival on the Great Lawn of Jacob Sloat's Mansion, Harmony Hall at 15 Liberty Rock Road, Sloatsburg, New York. Three talented bands will take the outdoor stage, the Eugene Tyler Band, Andrea Asparelli, and Cole Quest and the City Pickers, starring Cole, the grandson of the folk icon Woody Guthrie. The festival kicks off at 1 p.m. on Sunday, September 11th, and also features local artisans, delicious food, a children's craft tent, and displays. Advanced admission is $10 with day of tickets at 15. Kids ages 12 to 17 are $5 and kids under 12 are free. Bring your own lawn chairs or blankets. Visit FOHH.org for more information. Sponsored by the Friends of Harmony Hall, the Town of Ramapo, Core Building Materials, and Rockland County Tourism. Sunday, September 11th, uh, sounds like a lot of fun, uh, so uh, do uh, get your tickets if you can, and uh, go out and enjoy some really awesome music right there. Uh, I hear Woody Guthrie, and it's like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to check that out for sure. Uh, now, uh, while we've got a minute or two, uh, we may as well get a story in, and uh, we're going to go all the way across the pond to Nottinghamshire, England. Now, a, a woman uh, by the name of Sam Felstead, 42 years old, suffered a heart attack around 4.30 in the morning while sleeping at home. Now, her 7-year-old cat, Billy, seemingly noticed something was wrong and began jumping on Felstead's chest and meowing as loud as he could. Now, after waking up, she realized she was not able to move her body and had shooting pain down her right side, so she called for help. Uh, she was quickly rushed to Nottingham City Hospital in the early morning hours where doctors told her she had a heart attack in her sleep. Now, she said... I was a bit shocked. I went to bed and I felt fine. I'd even been out with my dogs and I didn't feel ill or have any pains whatsoever. Suddenly, I woke up in the early hours covered in sweat and couldn't move. Billy was on my chest and was meowing loudly in my ear. Now, uh, Sam believes that her cat saved her life. She said he doesn't normally sit with me, but he knew something was wrong because he wouldn't leave me alone. I do think he saved my life, and so does everyone else around me. Now, she spent three days in the hospital and underwent an angioplasty, and now, now she's on a heart medication, but she's back home, and she's feeling fine, and she's working again. So kudos to Billy, Billy the cat, uh, for being such an awesome cat. Uh, now, we will continue the music, and we'll go with Ashford and Simpson. Uh, Nick, Ashford's, uh, Nick Ashford uh, passed away uh, on this date uh, years ago, and uh, we definitely want to pay homage to Ashford and Simpson. So here is a song called Is It Still Good To You? Here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Squeeze 
me so I wonder what's come over you
On Roland Orzabal's birthday, uh, he and Kurt Smith, Tears for Fears. Uh, what's really cool is that uh, they just recently uh, reunited, and uh, they spent a decade in development with their seventh album, The Tipping Point, which was released back in February of this year. And uh, they reached the top ten uh, here, right here in the good old U.S. of A. They topped the top alternative albums and uh, top rock albums chart. And uh, last year, they were uh, awarded the Ivor Novello Award for Outstanding Song Collection, and uh, it's well-deserved. Tears for Fears with Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Before that, we had John Lee Hooker with Boom Boom, Leonard Skinner with Saturday Night Special, their anti-gun song, uh, the Drifters with There Goes My Baby, and Ashford and Simpson started off the set with Is It Still Good to You? Well, that's it for the Good with Kevin Thomas today, and God willing, we'll have another edition tomorrow at 2 p.m. right here on WRCR, but we've got some business to take care of today, because right now, uh, starting up after this show, is Clem in the p.m. giving you that radiotherapy that you need, and the sports as well, as uh, Oliver Hilario will make an appearance on the show today. And then at 6 p.m., Pastor Jean Francois will have the Open Bible Church Hour of Prayer at 6 p.m. here on WRCR. I'm Kevin Thomas. Have a great rest of the day and stay tuned for Clem. He's coming up next. God bless. <laughs>